Oh, uh, yeah. Charlie Gabriel. The darker it gets here at KRWF 95.9, RadioFreeFargo.org, streaming anywhere and everywhere in the world. You're looking to listen to some awesome music or do people talk about cannabis legalization and the benefits of cannabis? That's what I'm going to do. It's Thursday. It's four o'clock. Kind of talking to you with Wilson every Thursday. I come skiddly diddly uh, daddling in via window or door, sometimes through osmosis. To talk about cannabis. And at 420, we open a big fat bag of cannabis news. This Thursday is no different. Right before me was side stage with Trav 1 to 3. Right after me, but not today, Stinky Arch Music Mart. Locals on the 8, Radio Free Madness. Black Ring Ritual wraps up your Thursday here on KRWF 95.9. Radio Free Fargo. Again, uh, if you're in Fargo, and I don't know what it's like anywhere else in the state of North Dakota, but this day is beautiful. The sun is out. It's nice and it's got a light breeze. I mean, I'm telling you, this day is fantastic. You should you should thank whoever you think got you here for giving us this beautiful day. This show is brought to you by Black Cottage Alchemy, blackcottagealchemy.com, Black Cottage Alchemy on Facebook. Or you can get on your electric motor scooter after you've charged it, of course, and come on downtown to Tochi Products. Scurry inside there because they close at stinking five today if you're going to make that happen. And you can get body butter in there, colloidal silver, and everything that uh, Black Cottage Alchemy offers. This is made with kosher full-spectrum CBD, North Dakota-grown hemp seed oil, 1,600 megs of the CB Dizzle, mango butter, shea butter, cocoa butter, yo mama, just kidding, coconut oil, and a variety of other things. Sage and rosemary, it's good for neuropathy, plain inflammation, eczema, psoriasis, diaper rash, dry and irritated skin so anyway thanks for black cottage alchemy for sponsoring this show while you're in tochi products picking up my aforementioned sponsors products sign the legalization petition that's in there again new approach north dakota is pushing a ballot initiative hopefully to be on the ballot in july which is awesome because that's soon and they come in boom 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 of course they got uh, backing money from mpp for you don't know it's marijuana policy project and uh, when they see that uh, they can make something happen with their money in states that are making pushes, they come in and they can they got extra, you know, dinero, a little extra Bitcoin. And so uh, the petitioners are out strong. And uh, if you're downtown uh, sucking up some of this beautiful vitamin Dizzle, vitamin D, the Lord's light, you will probably run into a petitioner downtown. And again, uh, if you see one that looks like a slicked up 1980s Dirk Diggler, that's my boy Foster out doing the Lord's work. Sign his petition, would you? And his little crony, his cohort, maybe he comes out in the evening, but uh, he uh, does not look like a porn star, ironically. But uh, you put a mustache and slick back a hair and put on a bad cop sunglasses on particular people and boom, you become a pound. And it's probably no fault of his own, but I guarantee you when you see that and it, and it rings a bell in your head, you're going to notice he's got a petition in his hand and you'll be like, oh yeah, now I know what Wilson's talking about. But again, they're doing the Lord's work. You see them out with the petitions. Sign it. Let's get cannabis legalized so we don't have to jump through a lot of hoops medically because again, I believe no matter what, it, it, you use it medically. It's a medical benefit. You know, no matter what, it works on your body. If it makes you giggle and you overdo it, that might be a thing if you got to do it. But there's other things that happen to your body while you ingested that uh, was beneficial. That was uh, nature's love for you. 
So give it back. And what I do is I worship the man upstairs who I believe is responsible for creating cannabis to use as we see fit in our new church building, 417 Main Avenue, 10 a.m. Antioch Church, rocking that God stuff. I'm on the drums again this Sunday. I probably won't be as good this Sunday as last Sunday. Last Sunday I killed. I got a stick blister. I wish I could show you. I wish we had an interactive thing. I would show you my stick blister from rocking too hard for God. But right now we're going to talk about cannabis, cannabis legalization, cannabis, just cannabis, you know, cannabis and the green grass and the sun that's shining. But again, welcome everybody. Before me, side stage with Trav. After me is or could or was stinky, but stinky no here today. So no stinky arts music, Mark, but we do have locals on the eight radio madness. Black Ring Ritual. And of course, don't forget Friday and those other days. Okay, so why don't we get into some music? Let's do that. Uh, Talk ND on Instagram uh, will let you know when it's on YouTube. Uh, YouTube has been kind of wonky because uh, Pilko has been doing it like, uh, like today. So and then I haven't really had time to push it up on Instagram. But the yesterday, if you hadn't had a chance to listen to it here or as you know on KRWF, there's a seven day or a nine day show backlog. So you can listen to it on RadioFreeFargo.org with the music, which I would suggest probably because it is a more seamless kind of groove. But here is brand new. This is Mongol from The Who. We got Mongolian throat music. Hold on to your seat. Here comes the Mongolians. Okay, well, I think we've got our daily required uh, input of Mongolian throat music. This is Mongol, the who. That was brand new here on KRWF 95.9. Programming on 95.9 FM, KRWFLP. Radio Free Fargo is being underwritten by Artecta Architects, actually in my building, which is wild. Artecta combines art, technology, and architecture. They offer factory, prefab, modular building construction. To learn more, visit their website, artecta.com backslash modular. Their location is 26 Roberts Street North, a.k.a. The Gardener, Suite A, 109 in downtown Fargo. Shout out Artecta Architects. Hanging out in the coolest building downtown Fargo, in my opinion. All right. Can I talk and deal with Wilson? I'm Wilson, 420. I'm going to open a big fat bag of cannabis news. And we're going to just, you know, just pilfer around in there. And, and I'm going to talk about things that are pertinent to last week. But again, new approach, North Dakota. North Dakota, that's what's happening now. You can sign the ballot initiative being circulated by a human with a petition in other towns, I guess. I do know, though, that uh, there are a few wonderful human beings that are downtown currently. Uh, I've seen them uh, for the past, I don't know, week or so. Uh, I'm getting kind of used to seeing uh, Bradley, a.k.a. Dirk Diddler Foster, holding down the lunch hour and then his fellow cohort in the evening. So again, if you're down by Broadway Square or on Broadway and you see a guy with a petition, chances are it's him. But to inspect further, you might see a cannabis flower on the back of one of his petitions and boom. And again, my point of contention and contention, my point of contention is that I also heard one of the uh, petitioners said, would you like to sign our marijuana petition? And I mean, I wanted to pull them aside and flog them a bunch of times with these noodles that I always keep in my pocket so I can flog people for saying marijuana or weed instead of, you know, the N word of the cannabis plant. 
but I didn't. But again, for those that hear me and, uh, you know, if you know any of those guys, uh, you know, tell them to stop using the word marijuana when they're out soliciting signatures. Let's call it what it is, and it's cannabis. And uh, again, marijuana was a Mexican jive slang word to make sure that you knew that the Mexicans were the ones that had it and not, you know, anybody white. So if that's if you're cool with promoting it like that. You keep asking people to sign a petition and use the N-word for the cannabis sativa plant. Go ahead. But if you stop, I'll be grateful and you'll just have a better you'll just have a better time because you're promoting truth. Okay, so it's cannabis. Not any of those other words. And I got lost. Oh, new approach, North Dakota. Orange Records, I know you can sign in there, and I know you can sign to Tochi Products. Uh, Newapproachnorthdakota.com or org, and uh, they'll uh, they'll tell you other places uh, that you can sign. But again, uh, uh, an ounce you can have, up to three plants you can grow, and uh, so that's pretty cool. And uh, so let's get into uh, this last and final songscape. It's going to be kind of groovy. It's a doom flamingo. It's Touch of Grey, so a little uh, little Grateful Dead for you. KRWF 95.9. Can of Talk Indeed with Wilson doing the thing. Oh, yeah. Touch of Grey. Grateful Dead cover. Doom Flamingo here on KRWF 95.9. Can of Talk Indeed with Wilson every Thursday, 420. I open a big fat bag of cannabis news, and that's what you hear queuing up as we speak. So strap onto your... Strap onto yourself. Put a couple ice cubes in that cylinder if you've got a medical card. We're going to talk about cannabis on the other side of this. Yo, it's Wilson from Canatalk ND. You know, the super awesome show you're getting ready to listen to. I think you should go and subscribe to the YouTube channel. I'll wait. Okay, enjoy the show. All right, everybody. How are you doing, everybody? Hello, everybody. And I'm saying hi to each and every one of you. I'm saying hi to the sun that I can see out the window of the studio in the heart of downtown Fargo. And there's my buddy in the UPS truck. He can't see me, but I'm waving at him. Hey, bud. Looking good. Oh, man, he just flashed me with his windshield in the sunshine. Okay, that doesn't matter. We're going to talk about cannabis. Sorry, guys. Can I talk indeed with Wilson? It's 420. So, Merry 420 to you. Maybe listen to this outside. Maybe go outside on your deck now. Like right now. Hurry up. I'll I'll wait. No, I'm not going to wait. We're going to talk about some cannabis news here. So, um, first of all, let me just say in the state of North Dakota, once again, we have a ballot initiative that's uh, out the door with gusto. Uh, we need uh, our signatures by July. They started in May, and uh, the last update that I got, which I was hoping I'd get another one, I was hoping I'd get one weekly, David. But anyway, I didn't get one today, uh, this week. So the last I heard, well, this was the week before, they were at 4,000, which uh, was okay, but they still need to be making gains almost equal, if not more to that each week. And so uh, I'll be into I mean, I'll let you guys know once I know where we're at currently with the new approach, North Dakota cannabis measure. Uh, they feel confident they can get the signature. So I feel confident. Uh, it just isn't a lot of time, which is cool. You know, you don't like dragging anything out. You come in hot and you go out hot. So boom, boom, boom. I'm with it. So again, show your support. Sign the uh, petition. Come downtown to Tochi Products or Orange Records as far as I know you know, I don't know any other places. So come to them if you want to sign or find the Dirk Diggler porn star lookalike downtown or his cohort who just kind of looks like a regular dude. And so you'll know who's who. But again, they're downtown every day here so far that I've been able to see. So come on downtown. Enjoy some sun and some music and sign 
the new approach, North Dakota, you're going to be able to have an ounce. You're going to be able to grow three plants. And then there's some other red tapey stuff that nobody cares. Everybody wants to know is how much can I have and can I grow? So you can have up to an ounce and you can grow up to three plants when we vote on it as the people. And then hopefully legislators don't, you know, trample over that grow once it hits their ballpark, which, you know, I think you and I both know and we've both been, you know, screwed over enough that they'll they'll do what they can to get that grow out. So we'll see how that goes. And now South Dakota, they also have something on the ballot. So that's exciting. We're going to talk about that right now. South Dakota voters is from Cannabis Moment. South Dakota voters will decide on cannabis legalization ballot measure in November. And so will we, hopefully. Uh, South Dakota did get the signatures. We're just hoping we will. So again, if you've got some free time, I think they're even kicking down money to be a petitioner. So get a hold of New Approach North Dakota. And again, no matter what you think about them or, you know, or some sort of beef you might have or preconceived animosity, this isn't about that. This is about getting cannabis legalized and just enough so we can benefit. I mean, I can't benefit until it's legal. You know, I can't afford a medical card. So come on, you know, help out your fellow brother. And then while you go to a dispensary and you're medicating with your buddy at the park, you can talk about how you can utilize your resources to make a better ballot initiative to where the people have more say. But right now, let's get the medicine into the people's hands easily. And uh, I, again, if it, may, if it makes it through, I mean, medical doesn't have a grow option. So again, this is, you know, I think medical people need to get behind it too. But anyway, South Dakota will decide. Uh, They needed 16, almost 17,000, and they got plenty more than that. I don't, uh, let's see, where did they, they got 25,000, so good for them. Uh, the, uh, he expects voters to approve legalization again, but we cannot be complacent. We must run a very strong campaign. Um, and then that's the thing. He, uh. It was tricky because if everybody knows they got it on the ballot, they passed it. And then they went with the uh, multi-subject, you know, more than one subject rule. And they were waiting for the judges to decide. But they waited so many months that they needed to come up with something just to bare bones. That's why there isn't much into this ballot initiative, you know, because it's they, they were expecting the judges to go, you know what, the thing that you guys have already got to the people, got voted on, and got passed, didn't violate the single subject rule. You know, so these guys are just smart all the way along. They're just like, well, we got to come up with something. We got to get something on. So they're going to come up with more uh, liberal, uh, kind of more open, kind of something you would want in a, in a uh, ballot initiative. And again, if you're in South Dakota, vote no on Amendment C. Amendment C, some wacky jive word speak circling around taxes that they want you to focus on. They don't want you to focus on the fact that you used to be able to get 50% of the voters to vote on a ballot initiative, and this will allow the legislators to require 60%. Well, man, when you get down to the wire, 10 extra percent, that's a lot. And you're saying, well, what's that got to do with cannabis? Exactly. They want you to think it's just about taxes, but it's not. It's, it's, you look into it yourself, but they're out to get you, and they're out to get the people's initiative ballots. You know, so if you're in South Dakota or you know somebody in South Dakota, and if you just want to vote no on Amendment C sign, get a hold of these guys. 
So, uh, the campaign's cannabis legalization initiative would accomplish this. It would allow adults 21 and older to purchase and possess up to an ounce. Essentially, the exact same thing that uh, North Dakota is going to be voting on if we get to signatures, which I believe we will. They could also grow up to three plans for personal use. Uh, lays out civil penalties for violating provisions. Uh, employers would specifically be allowed to continue enforcing workplace drug policy prohibiting cannabis use by workers. But again, they were only doing that. Here's what I believe. I believe they were work. They were enforcing workplace drug policies to get out of paying workman's comp. Period. Had nothing to do with drugs. Nothing. Employees or, or employers are cheap. They're they're selfish. I mean, that's why we got all of our companies overseas. Is because they dangle the cheaper carrot for the people that are usually in charge of your company. And I guarantee you workman's comp was not created to give you compensation from an accident. No, it was to be the lawyer and judge and jury so that you really couldn't even sue your company without using a workman's comp lawyer. And even then, they're going to take blood samples. They're going to sneak jump. They're going to have a guy jump out of a tree and take your hair sample. You think that's you're? I'm kidding. I'm not because I did a workman's claim when I was all on meth. I thought there were bugs in the uh, the uh, bag boxes, you know, like the trash liners. In fact, it was just crumpled up pieces of cardboard. But when you've been up for a week, they kind of jumped like fleas. And I was having my own internal health issues because I wasn't eating, and you know I was just snorting lines as my you know my balanced diet and for my exercise and sleep and my mental health. Like I was just using it for everything, and it, it just was kind of letting me down. And it was kind of showing me that there were fleas in my trash liner boxes that really weren't there. And I mean, I I'm surprised my boss even lets me still work there, to be honest. And I'm going on my seventh year. That was like my second year working there. I mean. Oh, by the grace of God, I'm here, people. So let's just give my myself a hand for getting here sober. All right. But anyway, so I know about workman's comp, and I know about people jumping out of trees, because if you think the guy who came to take the workman's comp report found it easy to find me, you're out of your mind. I mean, when you're hiding behind aluminum foil and, and sleeping bags and, uh, you know, and quietness, and you try not to move, it's going to be kind of hard to find you. I mean, if you're jumping off the roofs of buildings all hours of the night and you're spending more time in a dumpster, the workman's comp uh, statement taker guy is going to have some trouble. And he did. He had a lot of trouble. So And so those guys aren't there to help you, though. But he made it seem that way. But he was just out to get you. So, I don't know. I got sidetracked there. Sorry. But anyway, South Dakota, they're going to have a legalization measure on the ballot. And if you got, if we all do our part, North Dakota will too. So let's uh, keep reading here. Let's uh, let's see here. Um, let's read this. MaryJane.com. Over ten thousand truckers failed cannabis tests in twenty twenty two, worsening supply chain crisis. Now I don't know how many that is, and how many more are. You know, in the first three months of 2022, over 10,000 truck drivers were disciplined after testing positive for cannabis, adding to an ongoing trucker shortage. I do want to say that when you do a DOT physical, they literally watch you urinate in a cup. Like like when you're on probation, you know, you kind of like loosen your rights. And even then they don't they're not staring at your unit, pushing fluid into a cup. I think, but for DOT, you can. 
So it's interesting to me that 10,000 guys got clean or they, you know, got clean to drive. And then as soon as they got their driver's license, they were like, boo, it's on, which any smart, self-serving cannabis user would do. Okay, so back in 2020, the federal government launched a new program to crack down on drug use. Uh, let's see that. Let's see that January, the Department of Transportation increased the random drug testing for truck drivers from 25 percent of all drivers to 50 percent. Oh, at the same time, feds created the DNA Clearinghouse, a registry that records the names of any licensed truck driver that fails a random employment drug check. Well, that sounds horrible. Oh, man. So between 2020 and 2021, over 72,000 truckers lost their jobs after testing positive for drugs. Now, they say drugs, so it could be anything. I think we'll get into it here. About a third of these truckers tested positive for meth or other stimulants, but 56% of them only tested positive for cannabis. Traditional urinalysis drug tests are very effective at determining whether someone is drunk or high on coke. THC metabolites can remain in the bloodstream, so you you know you can't accurately identify if a trucker was actually stoned while driving. So cannabis is now legal in 37 states. I do want to mention right now, before I forget, 19th state, the governor signed today, Rhode Island has now joined the 19 other states to allow legal cannabis. Let's give Rhode Island a hand. Despite the fine print in the handbook, many drivers are unaware of this discrepancy. Let's see. I missed a discrepancy. While states may allow medical use of cannabis, federal laws and policy do not recognize any legitimate medical use of cannabis. DOT states in a driver's handbook, even if a state allows the use of cannabis, DOT regulations treats its use the same as any other illicit drug. Despite the fine print in the handbook, many drivers are unaware of this discrepancy. Between January 1 and April 1 of 2022, 10,000 drivers have already tested positive. The percentage of failed tests is nearly 33% higher than the 7,700 cannabis violations recorded in the first three months of 2021. Because P-tests for pot are so ineffective, the feds can't even confirm that any of these drivers were actually driving while stoned. (laughs) You know. But thanks to the new drug and alcohol clearinghouse, most truckers who fail these tests, tests will be blacklisted preventing them from getting hired again, even if they move to another state. Some federally illegal CBD project products can even trigger failed tests for THC. So drivers that remain sober are even at risk of losing their careers. Uh, COVID concerns, shrinking wages, and aging population contribute to the largest shortage of licensed truck drivers. On uh, late 2021, there was a shortage of 80,000 drivers in the American Trucker Association. Uh, despite this growing shortage of drivers, the DOT is still content to revoke thousands of commercial driver's license every month over failed cannabis tests. Man, they got to get their act together. You know what I'm saying? So we got another fun one here, maryjane.com. Drunk man blow torches neighbor's apartment because he hates the smell of weed. I mean, I just feel like... The, the, I feel like blowtorching is, a, I mean, it may not be the last resort. Okay. I'm not going to say it's your last resort. Maybe it's your 13th resort. But is it your first resort? Really? You know, you don't like the smell of your neighbor. So you start, you know, so you, you fry them up. Let's get into this. Now, you're probably thinking, oh, is this an American story? This is probably out of Florida. Nah, nah, sir. No, sir. United Kingdom. A man in the UK was sentenced for attempting to burn down his neighbor's flat with a blowtorch. The offense, you say? The man could smell cannabis coming from his neighbor's spot. On Monday, Jason Rudd, 46, pled guilty to arson and making threats at the town court regarding the February 19 incident, Cornwall reported. Judge Nigel Wraith recounted the attempted smoke out during the hearing. 
Rudd's neighbor invited two friends over to blaze some dank herb. Their words, not mine. Rudd started ringing him, complaining about the smell of cannabis. Hey, man, I can smell it. Hey, bring. Hello? Yeah, yo, it's your neighbor. I can smell it, man. I can smell it. Okay, dude, later. Yo, hey, I can still smell it, man. I'm going to burn your place down, man. Like, whoa, dude, bad. Chill, man. Stick a nose plug, you know, stick an ear plug in your nose. The victim put the phone on loudspeaker, and the group could hear Mr. Rudd threatening to burn him alive in his flat. Five minutes later, Rudd was seen at the kitchen window with a lit blowtorch. He held it to the window frame, and flames were seen. Police were called, of course, and which I think that's the next thing you do when you see a guy at your kitchen window with a lit blowtorch is call the police. I think. I think it's in a manual somewhere. But again, I don't know how to get a hold of that manual. You're listening to Kind of Talking D with Wilson. Every Thursday, I get in here at 420 uh, until about 445. Open a big fat bag of cannabis news, and that's what we're in the middle of now. Thank you for joining me and listening to me blather about the benefits of cannabis. You know, five minutes later, Mr. Rudd was seeing at the kitchen window with a lip blow torch. We'll say that again. Police were called was the next sentence. So this is going to blow your this is going to blow your mind. This next thing I say, I know you guys are going to be like, "What?" According to Rudd's own account, he was incredibly drunk at the time. Let's just take a moment to just ponder that. He was incredibly drunk at the time. Well, but everything he did was so logical, though, and it, it seemed so planned out and and normal. Incredibly drunk, you say? Like, you think he was drunk when he was at the kitchen window with a lit blowtorch, threatening to? Burn up people because they're smelly? Yeah, yeah, ding, 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 ding. Yeah, I'm going to say this guy was incredibly drunk at the time. And let's be honest here. The presence of booze is utterly unsurprising here. I'm reading again because I just said that. Because the only time cannabis heads whip out a blowtorch is when they're taking a dab. Which, as an ex-meth head, that that stuff bothers me. I ain't going to lie. I mean, those nectar collectors? Man, hey. Oh, man, I mean... Ah, oh, yeah, that's uh, that's how you relapse. Give a freaking recovery, meth head recovery, a nectar collector, and a blowtorch. The victim's impact statement indicated the neighbor experienced significant psychological trauma from the incident, though no one was harmed. I don't believe him. I don't believe him. I mean, what a little girl. I mean, come on. Clean out your panties, playa. You got you got a psychological trauma. Well, maybe, but you can't really. You're gonna you're gonna be scared of the drunk guy. I mean, you really thought he was gonna burn you guys down? Come on, I'd have jumped up and slapped him. All right, since Rudd admitted guilt and convinced the court of his genuine remorse for attempting to literally cook his neighbor over the smell of cannabis, which he's got to admit that if he burnt his neighbor, it would smell like more cannabis because you were burning cannabis. But so, you guys ready for a sentence? Six months in prison he got, which was further suspended for two years, I suppose, as long as he doesn't burn any more dopers. He'll also have to perform community service and attend alcohol rehab classes, and there's going to be a five-year restraining order in place. Oh, my, my, my. That's crazy, isn't it? Well, let's talk about this quick, and I mentioned it already. Cannabis is now legal in Rhode Island. Governor signs bill to end prohibition. The governor signed a bill on Wednesday to legalize cannabis. Uh, seems to me like this is a pretty good one, and it seems pretty standard. I think we'll probably all end up, and people that complain about these, and it's outside money and whatever, but it's these are all kind of pretty standard. And again, if you can't afford a medical, 
Recreational is is basically the new medical people. It really is. And first of all, let's just say this. Every state cannabis is legal. It is outsold booze and tobacco. Now you tell me if there's a lot of health issues related around tobacco and alcohol. Ah, uh, you would quickly tell me, yes, absolutely. I lost an aunt to cirrhosis. I lost an uncle to drunk driving. And the list goes on and on. Da dum da dum da da. Right? Well, if you've got cannabis that doesn't cause any of that stuff, doesn't cause any of that stuff. In fact, I encourages you to read and love your your spouse and and not drive when you don't think you could probably, you know, be competitive out there. And, you know, especially if you're driving with minor children in the vehicle. I mean, just think back in the day, all the cigarettes smoking while they're driving the station wagon, drinking their old Milwaukee's. Now, if you remove all that and you do the cannabis and it trumps it all. Isn't that, in fact, a medical benefit to recreational? It is. Because if you make cannabis legal recreationally and people aren't using a horrible substance like tobacco and booze as much, well, isn't that medical? Aren't you medically avoiding medical setbacks by choosing a substance that doesn't create any of that? I don't know. Something to think about. I'm on I'm on fire today, folks. Not really. I'm not fired today either. All right, so I just wanted to say Rhode Island again is stinking uh, now legal. Six plants you can have. Now, let's talk about this guy, Delaware governor. He's a Democrat, okay? So that should tell you something. He should be cool. He vetoes the cannabis legalization bill. Questions about the long-term health and economic impacts of correct cannabis, uh, as well as serious law enforcement concerns, remain unresolved. Saying that promoting or expanding the use of cannabis is in the best interest, he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't agree, so he vetoed it. Carney, a second-term Democrat, detailed his opposition. House Bill number 371 would, among other things, remove all penalties for possession by a person 21 years of age or older. Ensure that there are no criminal or civil penalties for transfers without remuneration of one ounce or less. He drew a distinction between his position on medical and rec. And I recognize the positive effect that cannabis can have for people with certain health conditions. I continue to support cannabis medically. I support a decrim. Um, and he agrees that individuals shouldn't be in prison solely for possession. Uh, you know, bop, 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 bop. That said, I do not believe that promoting or expanding the use of rec cannabis is in the best interest of the state of Delaware. Well, Rhode Island would disagree. Am I right? So now let's talk about this. This is from CDL Life, and then we'll wrap this show up. 15 charged in commercial trucking, cannabis trafficking, and money laundering scheme. Fed sees $40 million in assets. Boy, I bet they're just loving that. More than a dozen peeps are facing Fed charges for conspiracy to traffic semi-truckload quantities of cannabis products and to launder the bulk cash proceeds from selling the cannabis. Now, they say drugs, but they, they're stupid. On Friday, May 20, 2022, the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Southern District of Indiana will, yee-haw, announced that a federal grand jury had indicted 15 people on drug charges. Over the past seven days, authorities have arrested 10 defendants, executed search warrants, 23 different locations. Uh, let's see, executed seizure warrants on over a dozen bank accounts and a trove of high-end jewelry. Five defendants remain at large. But hold on a second. What is a trove of high-end jewelry? Is that a suitcase? Is that a shelf above the end? What's a trove? 
What's a trove? Well, kind of talking to you with Wilson on Instagram. You guys find out what a trove is. Go ahead and post it. I'm, I'm kind of curious what a trove is. You know, is it a shelf? Is it a, you know, is it a big cachet that you can hold jewelry? So let me read this one thing here. California cannabis retailers, 100% compliant and checking IDs to prevent youth access. Now, let me just say this right out the gate. I guarantee you right now, if an undercover 17-year-old hit Broadway and started hitting them off sales and hitting them bars, one of them, one of them, and I'm not going to slander or anything, but one of them is going to sell to them booze or tobacco. Same thing with holiday gas stations. Out of all the holiday gas stations, if a 17-year-old girl hit every one of them right now in the Fargo-Moorhead area, somebody going to sell that chick some tobacco. Especially chew. Could you imagine a 17-year-old girl went in there and goes, I'd like a, a can of skull with the, with the pack and the ding and the And they're like, man, you bet. I mean, <laughs> what a weird thing to ask if you're not over 18 and you're a girl. 17-year-old girl wanting Copenhagen skull? I I just assume she's old enough. And even if she isn't, it's like, well, man, <laughs> she's probably wrangling horses. You know what I mean? She's probably just neutered 14 cows. I don't know what I'm talking about. But let me tell you who didn't, though. California cannabis retailers, none, none, none. 100% compliant checking IDs for front youth access. So not only does cannabis outsell tobacco and alcohol it also is ensuring safety of minor children 100 percent compliance nobody else is tobacco alcohol establishments nobody's 100 percent compliant like i said you could do a broadway right now just broadway not fargo moorhead just broadway and you're going to get one non-compliant i guarantee it and I'm just, I mean, again, I'm just a radio guy talking talk. So who knows? I could be wrong, but I'm not. I will say this, so 100% compliant and checking IDs in all the dispensaries in all of California? Come on. That's being responsible, and that's doing the right thing. However, tobacco and alcohol, they're always doing workarounds. Kind of talking to you with Wilson. That's what we've just got ourselves involved in. Thanks again for checking me out. It's a beautiful day. So if you're not outside already, for the love of God, and I mean God, get outside and enjoy his creation. That's the sun and the greenery. Man, I'm telling you, it's gorgeous. So get outside. Be grateful that you're alive. Find that guy with a petition and sign it. And then eat some ice cream. 95.9, KRWF, Radio Free Fargo. It's being underwritten by Orange Records. Orange Records slash Matt offers a variety of new and used music on vinyl and CD, as well as a large selection of posters, DVDs, and much more. Orange Records buys used vinyl, CDs, and cassettes. Orange Records is located at 641 First Avenue North in downtown Fargo. They are open noon at 6.30 p.m. Monday through Saturday, and they are closed on the Lord's Day. Search Orange Records Fargo on Facebook for updates on new arrivals and special events. I don't want to forget to tell you guys about the void rot it's a rock show it's got vessels no divinity and another stinking band i can't read june 4th fishbowl aka the aquarium aka above dempsey's downtown 730 door music gate 12 bucks gets you in there it's an aqua show art riot promotions and us i think
So again, kind of talking to you with Wilson. Just got done. I'll be back next Thursday. I'm going to play you a song now. Here's brand new G-Love, Laughing in the Sunshine. You're welcome. Well, if that song didn't make you want to take your shoes off, I got I got nothing for you. You're hopeless. Laughing in the Sunshine, G-Love, and Special Sauce. That's off his brand new album, Philadelphia, Mississippi, here on KRWF. 94.9 Radio Free Fargo for you, sure. It's a beautiful day here in Fargo. It's kind of talking D with Wilson. I'm Wilson. Uh, normally, it's Stinky Arts Music Mart after me, but he's not here. So it'll be Locals on the 8, Radio Free Madness, and Black Ring Ritual here on KRWF. I am Wilson, uh, German Wilson, and he's going to turn it back over to the regular kind of talking to Fargo Wilson. Man, wow, that was kind of fun. But anyway, this show is brought to you by Black Cottage Alchemy. BlackCottageAlchemy.com, Black Cottage Alchemy on Facebook. Or you can ski-daddle on downtown here to Tochi Products. Get inside the store. Talk to Joe. He'll set you up. And then while you're in there, sign that stinking cannabis legalization petition, will you? Stinking sign it. Or find the cats roaming around downtown. Or Orange Records. Uh, this uh the... Black Cottage Alchemy uh, Body Butters made with kosher full-spectrum CBD. North Dakota Grow Hemp CBD, neuropathy, pain, inflammation, stuff like that. That stuff will take care of you. So thanks, Black Cottage Alchemy, for sponsoring this show. I'm going to jump on out of here. Thanks again for listening to me. I'll be back next Thursday, 4 o'clock. I'll come in again via the window, through the door, or quite possibly osmosis. So stay tuned for the rest of the uh, programming here on KRWF 95.9. Educate yourself on the benefits of cannabis so you can educate others on said benefits. Uh, I am going to float out of here. And uh, again, I hope everybody gets outside and enjoys this wonderful evening because it's phenomenal. So again, I'm out of here. Enjoy yourselves. It's David Allen, Judgment Day. Peace.